Welcome to the Desert Trade Podcast, the podcast helping you develop forex trading skills for more freedom. I'm your host, Etienne Kret. We are in episode 147. Let's get started right away. Welcome everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on the planet. I personally just got in Frankfurt last night and I'm recording this on the spot. It's probably the episode in a few minutes, but I hope you guys are going to like it. And yeah, Frankfurt is a pretty cool place so far, although I didn't see much of it. I kind of mixed up the two cities called Frankfurt that are in Germany. And I ended up at the wrong one first, so I had to travel to the other one, which was kind of a, a whole day of travel. But that's what happens when you travel sometimes, you cannot predict. Anyway, so for this week's episode, I decided to publish another kind of motivational episode, as you guys seem to like the first one. This one is slightly different. But as we get to set new goals, I think one of the biggest failures for people is that they try to set goal, but they don't really know what they need to become a profitable trader. So let's say you tell yourself, I want to become a profitable trader by finding a perfect strategy. But then you don't know that this is not how it works. And so you rush and try to achieve that, and you end up nowhere, because you don't know what to achieve. So this is kind of the mindset with this one. And at the same time, a question I get very often is how much money you need to make a living trading. So I compile some advice from different traders that are going to teach you that. In this episode, you'll be hearing from Richard Westman, Steve Patterson, Steve Byrne, Nenad Kerkes, and Ustentron. All the complete interviews will be linked in the show notes, of course, over at desertstrade.com for slash 147. Now, I want to remind you guys that you have to be 100% solution focused here. You cannot be in a state where you complain, we're not happy because you don't have this amount of money necessarily, but it has to be a goal you set for yourself and a challenge for you to achieve. And I can tell you if you do things right, and if you surround yourself with the right people, this is a very easy thing to achieve. So without further ado, we'll get right into it. But just before, I want to introduce you guys to today's sponsor. As you probably already know, I interview traders from all around the world with different kind of background and expertise. And the one question I get very often is what is the next step I can take after listening to all those interviews in order to become a profitable trader? And the answer is pretty simple. What helped me the most succeed in trading was to get the help from other people. Now there's one trader and company in particular that I feel do a really good job in helping traders become profitable. Jeremy Alexander Newsom with Real Life Trading definitely stand behind their mission of enriching people's lives as they help them become profitable traders. If you want to train one of, if not the best training room on the planet, then simply head over to desartotrade.com for slash real life trading, all in one word. Now wait a second, because they're doing something pretty cool these days. Jeremy owes only two open houses every year. So this is pretty much your last chance in 2018 to get a free sneak peek of what they're doing. I'll let Jeremy talk about that. You are the man. Thank you so much for that. Yes, everyone who is listening, the free open house week is June 18th through the 22nd. I want to see you there. We have a day trading room from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. Monday through Friday, and a swing trading room from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, every trader that I work with wants to know and wants to get better and more proficient at timing the market, knowing exactly when to get in, when to get out. Let me help you, let me show you, let me hold your hand if necessary, let me answer your questions in real time, sign up, be there, I look forward to it. Thank you so much, you guys absolutely rock. 
So the link is thisartistory.com forward slash real life trading, all in one word. And for having spoken with Jeremy a few times, this is without a doubt one of the most interesting, entertaining and profitable trading room on the internet. And it's not just a typical trading room, it's real traders showing you what they do and helping you move forward by answering your question and guiding you along the way. So again, simply head on thisartistory.com forward slash real life trading, all in one word, and you'll be able to claim your access today. because they're so undercapitalized is that they tend to bet too big. They don't manage the risk. So they say, well, look, I, you know, if I only, if I only uh, risk 1% uh, on a $5,000 account, I'm not going to make any money. I'm only going to, I'm only going to be risking, risking 50 bucks. So I'm only going to make, be making, let's say 50, 75, hundred bucks. Um, and it's not worth it. So what I'll do is I'll risk 10% and then uh, I can make a thousand bucks. But the problem is if you risk 10% uh, and you lose, now you've lost a thousand bucks. Now you got to try and now you got to try and uh, trade with $4,000 under management and the problem is magnified. And, you know, you always have to assume the worst thing is going to happen in your trading right from the get-go at all times so you assume that the that immediately upon starting to trade you're going to experience a drawdown in equity which is worse than the worst historical drawdown you experienced in your back test so i think that you know in order to do anything even a small account you really need a hundred thousand dollars you know i mean you could do it with less but of course if you have a drawdown you know which you have to assume is going to happen right from the get-go, uh, you could very quickly uh, you know, be behind the eight ball and, and dig yourself a hole that's going to be hard to get out of. How do you decide to trade for yourself or for other people? I've been doing this for 37 years right now, and I don't trade for myself, right, for a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, uh, it's so difficult. You better have a very large account. You better have $1 million, $500,000, not fifty, $100,000. That ain't going to cut it. You're not going to be able to, to successfully sustain the life because if theoretically what's going to happen, let's say you even have a $100,000 account. Now let's say you have a good month, you make 5%, 10% on your money. So you just made $10,000. Well, guess what? What do you think is going to happen the next month when you only make $1,000? And what do you think is going to happen on the third month when you lose $500? So now you've had a profitable month of five to 10,000. You made another thousand, so you're let's say 6,000, and now you lost $500. So in three months, you are, you've now brought in an income of $6,500. Give me a break. That's very, 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 very normal, right? Now, in the fourth month, if you're a good trader and you have a good edge, you might make $20,000, 
right? So it will average out to be, yes, I'm making $7,000 a month, but the way that you're gonna get there is gonna be so difficult. So what do you do, right? Everybody's got mortgages, car payments, fiancés, trips, children's orthodontics, um, medical bills, all kinds of living expenses that we all need. It's so difficult. You better have $300,000 just in reserve and $200,000 to trade with. Because the ebbs and flows of the reality of income that comes into this business is just going to put too much pressure on you to, to do it any other way. So the only other answer is if you have another source of income. So if you have another source of income that you can live off of, then you can trade for yourself because then you're not dependent on that paycheck at the end of every month, right? Which is super, super, super important. Yeah, they just go all in. They have small accounts. <laughs> they try to they try to trade with a few thousand dollars and they just go all in every trade. And it's and even worse, sometimes they'll go in the futures contracts and they don't understand the leverage involved or they'll go into options contracts. And they, they all they see is the upside, they don't see the downside. And uh, or, or even the trade, the right size, the commissions can be just too high of a percentage of their accounts. So they end up, you know, they have a $700 account, they're doing $7 commissions, each trade's a 1% drawdown. So that's, that's a disaster. You, you just can't overcome that. You have to have the right size to begin with. And when you do have the right size, you can't go all in. You have to control, um, you know, I try never lose more than 1% of my capital on any one trade if I'm wrong. And uh, for them, they think that's too small. Well, it's like their, their account's too small. 1% should be a good amount for whatever you're trading. Basically, I don't have a single live account. For example, I have a big, bigger account and I managed to make like, well, let's say that I actually managed to bring the account from 50,000 to 64,000 and uh, I made it in uh, three to four months. So now I stopped trading on that account because that, that is who I am. That is how I do. I don't trade. I don't want to give profits back to market. So actually that is, let's say, a little bit bigger account that I hold with other markets. It's not that big. It's 64, but it's okay because I have also smaller accounts, a lot of smaller accounts that I want to build up. And I have my own project called Low to High Build Up where I deposit, let's say, 500, 600, 700 euros. And then I build it up to two, 3,000. I withdraw the money and so on. That is what I like to do because it keeps me constantly in the trading mood. For those bigger accounts and that bigger account that I currently have, well, let's say that I made my profits and now I stopped trading it. But just to make sure, I also traded with hedge funds and with uh, higher accounts. The biggest account that I traded with was 150,000 GBP pounds. And it was also, let's say, a bit of, well, it was, uh, I guess, a bit of interesting to trade because the money that you see with your trades, is much, it moves much, much higher than when you trade with retail accounts. What do you think was the thing you had to put in place and what kind of return did you want to have before leaving your job? Sure. And yeah, so I think you said there are, there are I don't think there are any 
um, general prescriptions for this because a lot of this is going to be very individualized, right? So a lot of this is going to be about, you know, your your life, um, you know, your the lifestyle you want to keep, uh, maybe your current life circumstances and kind of what your goals are and your level of, uh, of risk is for, in terms of a risk appetite. You have to have a level of consistency where you've shown that you can make money over time. At the same time, you also need to show that you're able to dig yourself out of a hole, right? So if you've only been trading for a year and you've never sustained any drawdown, then you don't really know what trading's about yet, right? Like eventually you will have a drawdown where you're gonna go from your peak of your, of your portfolio to, you know, you lose what, 10, 20, 30, 30%, whatever that number is. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you have any experience actually digging yourself out of that and becoming profitable again? And if you've never done that, then then it's then you may not want to try that when it's your full-time job, right? Because uh, that's going to be an experience that's, that is is a, a bit stressful, and you may want to have um, some backup income um, while you're learning that lesson. Sometimes, you know, if you if you have faith, then that can carry you forward. Um, and this is going to be, you know, for certain people that that may be enough. Others, you know, if you're more analytical then you're gonna to have to really crunch the numbers. I don't think there's any right or wrong way because I've seen people succeed in both ways and I've seen people fail in both ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Right? But I, you know, I think someone gave me this really good piece of advice you know, uh, in the past and they said, you know, if you, if you have a really, really big decision to make, you, you gotta do a you know, cost-benefit analysis, right? Put all the pros and all the cons together and then crunch the numbers. And once you got all the numbers together, throw it away. <laughs> and then go with your gut. <laughs> yeah, and believe in yourself for sure. Yeah, exactly. Believe in yourself because at the end of the day, um, that's what's going to sustain you. And for me, they, I, I'm kind of I'm a, I'm a balance of, between those two. Like you know, I need to uh -huh. see the numbers and I need to have faith, but I'm kind of in the middle. But I really do believe that you know, in, in this game of trading, you really have to have a high degree of, of kind of mental fortitude and, and, and trust in yourself mm -hmm. that you're going to be able to, to do and, and that you're going to be able to succeed.